Welcome to Geek's Corner. I'm Mr. Daps. I'm Katie. Nerve damage to any of your fingers means it will they will no longer go wrinkly in the bath. What? Huh. I mean, that makes sense. Why? <laughs> yeah, why? Tell it, us why. I, um, it doesn't make sense, but it makes sense. I didn't go to school for wrinkly fingers, okay? Don't look at me. She didn't you know go who to the did wrinkly... go to school for wrinkly fingers? Not me, Cameron. but my name's Cameron. You should use the hashtag Geeks Corner to talk at us this evening on Twitter, or much more easily, comment on this live YouTube video via the live comments. It makes it easier for us to put your comment in the video and make you famous to literally tens of people on the internet. We See? Can make Window you to the magic right there. Good evening, Boom. everyone. Hello, and, and hello to LaDiva Jenny. If you want to listen to a very fun podcast, listen to Window to the Magic. They'll take you into the parks with amazing quality Through sound. Through window. They, they have some of the best quality sound, period. I it's think. true. Uh, yeah, it makes me jealous every time. Mm-hmm. Anyway, welcome to Geek's Corner, everybody. It is going to be a fun night. Uh, before we get going on everything, Katie, would you talk about my shirt, please? Your shirt! Yes. That's so exciting. Yes. Um, I feel like so- I cheated a little bit getting this because I know that you were super excited about this. And I was like, yeah, I'll go check it out. This looks good. You said anyway, support. Go ahead. It was kind of funny, actually. Uh, but anyway, a couple weeks ago on the stream, I was wearing my Epcot sweater. Um, because I like Epcot. Um, and it's from my friends at Foolish Mortal Supply Company on Instagram and on Twitter. Um, they're just really, really nice people. And I don't know how I ended up being friends with them because they're a very big, a very big small shop. Um, but they're just really nice. And so I told Mr. Daps, um, they were doing a giveaway on Twitter and to support them, he should retweet their giveaway tweets that it would get more traction, thinking that it was going to uh, help promote them. I didn't actually think about the fact that he might win. I um, won. <laughs> so he won um, the giveaway. Uh, and it is, uh, I can't remember what it says on the back currently. It, it uh, was a phrase from the Haunted Mansion. I'm spacing a, it. I can't see it from here. I know. I can't picture what's on the is back. Is this definitely. haunted shirt actually uh, stretching? And so it is. Machine wash cold to prevent that. Okay, nice. <laughs> uh, it's a comfortable shirt. shirt. Um, literally, I love what I have from them. They're wonderful people. So give them a follow on Twitter. Um, Foolish Mortal Co., I think, on Twitter. And Foolish Mortal Supply on Instagram. They're very wonderful people. And, and just tell them we say hi. Tell them Dabs Magic says hi. Because they're very nice people. Yeah. So. All right. Let's pop right on into this. Uh, Disney Springs began its phased reopening this last week. And uh, that just seems to have been the beginning of the... Um, I almost... It, I have the analogy of a snowball effect, you know, where you roll it down the side of the hill and it just keeps getting bigger and things keep happening. Mm-hmm. And and I don't know about you guys. Let's actually answer this question first. Is I kind of thought it was going to be like, oh, great, Disney Springs opens, and then we wait. Like, I thought there'd be kind of this little bit of a wait going on now. Um, I had no inkling that things would start moving as quickly as they seem to be. Um, let's look at Disney Springs last week. How did you think the reopening went just from your observations from what are we 4,000 miles away, 5,000 miles away? I don't know. How far is it to Florida? 
I think it's 3,000 miles. 3,000? That's my favorite Jimmy Buffett song. (laughs) Anyway, how'd you think it went? Um, I think that it's hectic, and I think that it has its problems. Um, But to be completely fair, it's a giant corporation. It's going to have its problems. They can't have cast members at every single corner of the park or of the Springs district. I don't know what you call that. Um, so I saw a lot, of, a lot of complaints about people not wearing masks. Um, but I think that's because those people wore the masks to get in um, and then took them off because they saw there weren't cast members within range. Um, I think that that's something that Disney knows about. There's no point in pointing it out. I think that they're working on it. And but it's 2,300 miles away. Thank you, Roger. 2,300. Cameron, what do you think? I think Disney means well, but it's a corporation and um, it is not their responsibility to think for people. Um, They can do everything in their power to prevent the willful ignorance of individuals, I guess is the nicest way of saying it. However, um, it's, it's proven that people can and will take risks that they shouldn't. And, my trepidation is that a area opening like that and becoming more accessible will lead to a problem in the near future that takes a little time to ramp up, like a virus. Um, I firmly believe that Disney is doing everything in its power to research safety as priority because, let's face it, the worst possible thing for Disney at this point would be the bad PR finding out that the viral contagion had spiked at one of their locations. So that gives me confidence that they have assessed the risk in that way. Um, however, I never underestimate the, the power of people in mass to make the right or wrong decisions. Absolutely correct. And, and really, that's, I think, an interesting thing to just observe and watch and think about is you can have the best guidelines in the world. And if people choose not to do them, they really aren't worth as much as we'd hope they would be. And, uh, and that's really where it comes down to personal responsibility. As I've been thinking more about this, I'm like, at some point we know we're going to have openings over here and we're starting to get some. And, and you have that decision every day of, do I go out and do this? Do I go out and do that? Or do I not? And, um, and at some point you have to, to decide, is it worth the risk for me that, person C over here might not be wearing a a mask and I could potentially have a bad result because of that, or, or, you know, my future could be less than that. And, and that kind of comes down to it for everybody. Um, I'm not a fan of this whole shaming people thing. Um, I, I, I I just don't think you change the world by shaming people. Um, I think you change the world by being kind to them. I think you, um, promote positive, uh, behavior. I mean, it's absolutely amazing to me that you read every uh, thing about raising kids now and training dogs. And they always say negative reinforcement does not work. Same Yet thing. Our, our go-to thing is, I, I just thought it was interesting. It came from both. Oh, like I yeah. learned it for dogs and then my siblings have kids now. And so I'm hearing they're like, Oh, well we do this and that. And, and, and one of them in particular is research is through the roof. And, uh, but uh, it is interesting just to see this uh, um, 
almost like they want to do Disney's job for them, but they want to do it in a non-Disney way, which is not what Disney's about. And uh, so I'm very curious to see how everything plays out. Um, I think it will be a very intriguing couple of months that I can't even guess for what it's going to be like because um, there's just so much reaction instead of looking at things from a bigger picture and slowing down and taking a deep breath and going, Hey, you know what, you know, this, uh, I don't know. I, I think there's a lot of different perspectives that aren't being heard just because people are so quick to point out what they don't like or what they perceive to be wrong. And, uh, so that was kind of my observation with, uh, <laughs> crate training does work for dogs and cats. <laughs> it's clocky. It's true. Um, yeah. So, you know, just put crates everywhere at Disney and it'll be fine. Disney Springs. Um, but you know, there, there were things that seemed to go right. I liked the system they put in place. I liked that they, uh, have their mask cheerleading team. And, uh, That's cute. I, I do think they're trying to create a positive environment in a less than positive, uh, circumstance, and I think the real trick will be tomorrow because uh, that's when like World of Disney opens and a few of the other Disney owned establishments open at Disney Springs. And I think that will be a very interesting thing to watch how that plays out. I also think it was interesting that obviously the first couple of days were the most busy and mm -hmm. looking on Instagram and Twitter even today, I was like, oh, that's really quiet. I totally would feel comfortable well, there today. There were otters. What? There were otters? If you go over look at mouse steps, mouse steps today, they were showing pictures of otters at Disney Springs. Very okay. cute. Uh, it's the same way that the Knott's Marketplace was. The Knott's Marketplace was insane the first day. Like, there was a line all the way down um, uh, the Knott's Berry Market Marketplace, yep. which is a pretty long string of shops because people wanted fried chicken and boysenberry pie that badly um and then by like week the second week it was open there wasn't a line anymore mainly because i think that people want to get out and they're like oh my gosh thrill of something being open and then once that dies down they're like oh uh mike makes a very good point that there uh, were boxes squares on the floor at disney Springs. Great so training. great training was there <laughs> hasn't worked for adults yet yeah no there's there's always the future we'll yeah, bigger or smaller crate that is necessary uh, a couple of things on that point um one knott's berry farm chicken is wonderful but y'all know you can order popeyes on doordash like right now right? and it's cheaper it's easy and fast it's so is good. it is it as good or better or worse my wife compares it to the Plaza Inn chicken. That's her direct comparison. I, is that okay. uh, is good, is better, or worse? Is as good, if not better. Here's my controversial Do you think opinion. Plaza is better than Knott's? Um, oh, between Plaza and Knott's? Uh, yeah. I would give it to Knott's, personally. Okay, and um, then, and so uh, Popeye's would be a step down below Knott's? Is that what you're saying? I'm, my wife puts it on par. I'm not actually okay. too... I, I like the spicy one. I feel like we might need to that. test this at some point. Go ahead, Katie. I don't like Mrs. Knott's chicken. And that oh. is because um, I had... I get hate mail now, thanks. Yeah, I'm honestly... So one, I'm not much of a fried chicken person, period. Um, okay. But two, uh, every year my high school choir banquet was at the Knott's Berry Farm Hotel. Um, every single year, all four years of my high school career, we had it at the Knott's Berry Farm Hotel in the exact same ballroom. And every year it was catered by Mrs. Knott's Fried Chicken. Um, and it was always not good um, oh. because it's kind of 
it's just like putting warmers. So it's not that it's bad. It's that you have now have a tasted version in exactly. the same way that I have tasted version of wheat thins because of mealworms. That's a different story. Yes. Um, it's it's not that it's bad. It's just because that is I associate it with choir banquets for people giving speeches that are far too long and me wanting to go home and it being cold. Okay. So I don't think point. that does not count at all because that is not chicken dinner. That's no. something completely different. Um, and the service I'm really looking forward to going back to the restaurant nuts nuts very far because well, I think it'd be there. fun to grab some some night and just do like each each Popeyes knots and I don't know how we'd get Disney. Disney's a little bit further away, but it would oh, be interesting okay. to do a taste comparison and see if we could figure out who has the best fried chicken. Back to the point though. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's here's a here's a little quote that we did when talking about economics, but it applies here too. That is um, true. Disneyland is not a right. It is an entertainment luxury. It's yep. not. It goes to all the Disney properties. Um we can have open, honest, and caring, compassionate discussions about the correct way to behave in society. But at the end of the day, all of the Disney properties are an entertainment venue that yep. is privately owned and not at your discretion uh, as to how they are run. That is up to Disneyland because they have standards that they want to maintain. Um, if you, <laughs> either work or not. Whether they work or not. Um, if your inability to comply with them because you believe that they're wrong that that is a personal decision you can make, and it is also one that you should probably keep at home away from the parks. Yeah, um, and and you probably will. I mean, the closest I can come up with right now is the uh, the selfie stick. Um, I think yeah. is the closest analogy that we it have. The virus. That's a very good comparison. It is. They're both. They're both not so good on rides. Um, but and require you to maintain a six foot distance. Hey, yeah, <laughs> you're true. This guy uh, gets it. But you know what? You, you rarely see a selfie stick now. I mean, if you're there all the time, you'll see them occasionally. But oh, it's, true. it's very rare. And they've done a nice job about basically saying, hey, you know what? You can't bring these in the park. Not and vaccination. Yep. yep. And uh, and I so I kind of think I think they'll do something similar um, where I'm hoping it's in a kind of way. Remind people to leave their masks on and uh keep it safe and keep it fun for everybody. And the sooner we push our way through this, yes, exactly. No secret though. Um, this the sooner we push through all of this, the sooner we can, um, smile in pictures again. Uh, <laughs> I actually, there's the upside to this is I feel like I need to get a bunch of face masks that match my bow ties. And, and that could be a fun photo series, uh, is we're moving forward. How can I can make them? That would be a great idea. Uh, the other thing that uh, came out this week, and, and that was just today, is that tomorrow morning, Walt Disney World will be submitting its plans oh. to what is the Orange County Economic Council, Economic Task Force? Uh, the Orange County Economic Recovery Task Force. That one. I've read it enough times. Great. Perfect. And uh, this will be their plan for reopening Walt Disney World and when? Mm-hmm. It's not a catchy, it's not a catchy uh, acronym. Oh, no, it's, it's not. It's, it's like a sneeze. Um, <laughs> so any predictions very quick on this one? We're not going to spend much time on it. Uh, I think mid-June earliest, uh, mid-July latest. Okay. End of May or early June. Um, I'm, I'm very much in Katie's thinking. I'm betting the, uh, plan is going to be one of public appeal showing their proper steps for 
retraining and yeah. uh, reintegrating for the parks. I, I would go so far as saying mid-July for a soft open date, um, but uh, that's me being a little bit more on the side of caution, which I think they might air on. Yeah, I think you're going to see mid-June. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised with that. I don't know how much we'll see mid-June. It could be just parks, not hotels or something. Um, And then they try to encourage locals first and then let things um, expand from there. I have zero clue, though. I I think it'll be fun. Um, Obviously, there's been a ton of speculation online today and for the last, what, three months since the moment it closed, two months. Mm -hmm. And uh, it will be very interesting to watch this play out. And I'm very intrigued in a nerdy way to look at how they organizationally do this. Like I want to see the system they put in place for reopening. Uh, uh, Six Flags seems to have a system that looks pretty good. Um, And uh, we're seeing different ways of opening. uh, And it'll be interesting to see, if they basically follow a universal type approach or six flags or, you know, whatever it is. And it'll be, uh, I'm just really intrigued. I think it'll be fun. Uh, Juan says we'll have to learn to smile with our eyes. Uh, like Tyra Banks taught us on next top model. Hey, it's it's the difference between this and this. I learned I'm really good at that. Um, all that smiles practice will pay off. Angela says, and I believe you. And Mary um, Penguin is excited about it's it. It's really funny because I have to wear a mask 24-7 at work. Um, and all the time, my, my coworkers have to tell me, I'm like, they're like, I'm smiling. And I'm like, oh, okay. But if I say to them, I promise you I'm smiling. They're like, oh, no, I can tell. I'm like, oh. The world knows. Yeah. Uh, continuing on with our coverage tonight. Uh, this was a big news day, which was funny because uh, we have a breaking news team that we... <laughs> texts all the time and um well no that's not what i was going to say is this morning there was nothing Mm -hmm. yeah it was dead and that's usually the day something ends up happening so i should have just known this but uh california has pushed things into stage three which means potentially we could see uh disneyland and other theme parks reopening um there is still zero news on any of that happening from really anybody but uh, it is interesting to think that uh, that is the direction that's heading down here. And my question for you of all of this is, do you think this changes the opening time for theme parks in Southern California in particular? Changes them? Yeah. Do you think it'll be earlier or later since phase three came or stage three came at least earlier than I was anticipating? I was going to say, well, I think that Disney is still going to wait it out until their East Coast counterpart has it figured out. Um, and I see it in the chat. Are we actually in stage three? Calif- I don't think you are, uh, window to the magic because you're in LA. I was going to say California is in stage three. Um, but counties are still allowed to make things or decide their own phases. Um, so orange County literally just entered phase two on Saturday. Yep. I think. And for so- LA County mayor went on this evening and he, there are certain things that are in the allowance of stage three, which are opening up. I believe barbershops were one of them. So is it like 2.5? Yeah, a little more restricted. Okay. I mean, that's, yeah. that's reasonable. Um, so my question though, time. Earlier or later than you thought it was going to be a week ago tonight? Um, I think they're going to push it to August. Okay. Cameron? It will be the last of the theme parks to open. I agree. Of, globally? Yes. Even over Paris? No. And Tokyo. 
Yeah, I say Tokyo is going to announce within a couple of weeks. Okay. Um, all right. There you go. So you think it's going to be like fall? I pushing late summer, but yeah. I think okay. that Hong Kong is going to be the last to open. Personally, I think really? Hong, I think Hong Kong's going to wait till October first and just declare this fiscal year over. I huh. I, I agree, don't. But. I agree only if. It has to do more with geopolitical than it does viral. I um, could see that. Yes. That's the only reason I would agree with that. I don't think it's going to be a hold for the sake of the virus. It's just the situation politically is a little bit rough in Hong Kong, and well, they may choose to extend it for that reason. That's why what I'm I, saying is because there was already a massive um, impact on Hong Kong Disneyland before coronavirus um, because there are massive protests happening and no one was going to Hong Kong Disneyland. The only thing I would keep in mind is there's tents going up and things being tested. It appears at Hong Kong Disneyland, which is weird to me because that's not really happening in many other places. True. Uh, All right, let's keep moving on with the show. Uh, They also Disney guest relations Mm-hmm. gave us a announcement last week. What was this? Wednesday, Thursday, something like that. Maybe even Friday. Um, that basically was saying, we're not announcing anything yet. And uh, <laughs> it's true. That's literally all it said. Uh, as, as a former plat, I can say with pride that that is the most guest relations thing oh, I've ever heard. In my I almost life. texted you when it, when it went up, but I was busy trying to make sure we had coverage. And I was just like, this is ridiculously funny. Um, like it's it's not a surprise and it was making sure that people didn't jump the gun which i really think that was more about was uh websites that were jumping the gun already mm-hmm. and making announcements that weren't accurate and um and so i thought it was humorous and uh did you take have any takeaways from it either of you uh particularly cameron since your background <laughs> I've, I've worn the tartan before right um, so I, it is more to differentiate. It's coming from guest relations, PR guest relations, not guest yes. relations, folks in the park guest relations. Big distinction. Uh, however, um, the fact that they chose for it to come from guest relations mm-hmm. tells me everything I need to know about it. In the the goal of guest relations is to relate to people, to bring a sense of calm and evenness and availability to Which folks. Which it did. That's exactly what it did. It's just, it, it was a check-in in more or less words to say, Hey, we're still informing you. And what we have to inform you is not much, but we're talking to you. Um, yeah, and that's, we're still here. That's great. That's some people just need to hear the worst thing you can do. In a situation like this is silence. And most times that's, that's what guest relations functions in as the part in the park is as a sounding board uh, mm-hmm. and a public statement like that did that digitally in the same way it would happen if you went to city hall. So I thought it was great. Like I really enjoyed it because that's exactly what they were doing. And uh, I thought it was funny that it was done in so many words when really like it had to be that, but it could have been done in like a paragraph tops. Like you could have, guess what? Yeah. I mean, they could have had Josh DiMaro just got on a video and be like, Hey guys, we love you. But nothing's happening yet. Um, I don't know. True. I think no, you no, can no. get a Guys, we love you. And nothing's happened yet. Thank and you. That's, that's exactly right. Thank you. Um, the big announcement, though, was that Universal in Florida, so what is that, Universal Orlando Resort, mm-hmm. uh, will be opening in what, a week? It'll be opening a week from Friday. A week from Friday. And uh, they gave 
out exactly how this is going to happen. Um, what do you think about their opening plan? I think it's fantastic. Um, I think that one, they're doing what we were speculating that Disney was going to do. Mm-hmm. They're opening it to team members first um, and kind of testing it out that way. Uh, which I think is genius because you are rewarding the team members for having a very rough couple months and being jobless and uh, saying, here, please come back, enjoy the food and the snacks and everything else. Um, And obviously they're operating at limited capacity, which I think is great. Um, If they adopted the screening system that we're seeing at Six Flags, I would say it's perfect um, because I think that that's genius. Uh, because it's contactless, pretty much, I assume. Um, but I think that it's really, really good. And I think that Disney is going to watch very carefully of what happens at Universal. Oh, I guarantee it. Yeah. Yep. Cameron, what do you think? In every spaghetti western, about two thirds of the way through the movie, <laughs> the guy in the white house behind the black hat is sitting in the saloon, and they're both sharing a drink before the shootout at high noon. And they have that you're not so different, you and I moment. Um, that's what's happening here um, because Universal knows full well that Disney is going to do something like this. And Disney knew full well that Universal was going to do something like this. And they were having a little bit of a standoff for a while there. So he was going to pull the trigger and do it first. The bet that got hedged is Universal knows it's playing second fiddle to Disneyland as far as loyalty to parks. So profitable decision would be to take a bit more risk and open sooner to capture a return audience quicker. The other side of it being Disney gets the value of observational experience that Universal would have to do by trial and error. Mm -hmm. Um, I know for a fact that both the executives are thinking the exact same way. I bet you if you had put them in a room and said for them to be honest, they would have had that exact conversation of, yeah, Universal is going to open up first, get the credit to be the first one to open. We all knew Universal was going to run first. Yeah. Like, it is the way that they, Actually, they're going to go. fun spot opened first. Thank you very much. Uh, I still don't know what that is, but. I don't know I, that anyone does. I, I know what it is because they opened, and beyond that, I don't. We have Paul's Pizza, Chuck E. Cheese opened first, if we really want to get into it. There there um, you go. Um, can you go there? Um, no. Pasquale's I thought pizza. they just did to deliver. Okay. I was going to yeah. say, Pasquale's Pizza. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, have you guys heard about this conspiracy? It's not even a conspiracy. No, it's truth. It's also it's neighborhood true. grill for Applebee's. It's so... That's oh, crazy. I love it. So if it you was, go on if you go on Uber Eats, Mr. Depps, um, these big name brand chains that kind of have iffy reputation, like Applebee's... Don't go for the food? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Applebee's is called Neighborhood Grill on Uber Eats. And Chuck E. Cheese is using their pizza to on Uber Eats as Pasquale's Pizza because it's the name of someone in Chuck E. Cheese's band. Yeah, Mr. Depps, that's crazy. That's what fair, you do when I you have subpar food. That's crazy. Can you imagine being like, wait? Anyway, anyway. we don't cover them. <laughs> I just thought it was a fun little tidbit. It it sure. <laughs> It's a tidbit. It is a tidbit. Uh, I think Cameron's exactly right to pull this back, though. (laughs) There you go. Um, But no, I think you're right. Universal has to take the lead and uh, take the risk a little bit because they just don't have the same uh, brand equity, I think you could say, as uh, Disney does. 
I, as you were talking, Cameron, it makes me think that it makes me think we might see mid June. Like I, I kind of went from late June in my brain to like, I could see, I think I've seen people had stuff canceled through June 13 currently. And, uh, so I'm wondering, uh, either when's that next week get canceled, which might be tomorrow, or does it end up being, uh, a phased reopening starting then? And however that works, I have no clue, but, uh, it'll, it'll be an interesting thing to see. Um, the last thing, uh, that's kind of an indicator of something who knows what it actually might be the indicator of the next resort to reopen is, uh, basically the downtown Disney at, Tokyo Disney Resort, which is called what, Katie? I don't know how to say it. Oh, my gosh. I wrote it like six times. Mm-hmm. So here's the funny thing. It starts with an I. Uh, it's Ix. Um, so I'm sorry. Um, pull up my article on depth. It's okay. Ixbiari. Ixbiari. Yeah. Okay. So um, it's I reopening it on. like seven times, and I wrote it wrong. It's reopening on June 1st. And uh, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out because thank you, Paul, uh, because that could be an indication of when that park is going to reopen. And they already have parks opening in uh, in Japan as well or announcing their reopen. So do we think that Tokyo comes after Walt Disney World? Yes. As in Walt Disney World first? Yes, I think that's true. So Walt Disney World and then Tokyo maybe? Yes, I'd bet that. And then how far behind do you think that will be? Because their their version comes, what, two weeks after Disney Springs opens? Yeah, I think they're um, opening July 1st. That's what I'm going to say. Okay. I mean, that's that's possible from what I'm hearing from Japan. And uh, I was going to say, because that's just based on when Japan is going to lift the state of emergency. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be interesting if they could coordinate it because... I, I wouldn't be surprised if they try to do both like July 1st open up if they can, um, at least in some kind of phased capacity. Well, Is and there's always that interesting, uh, I feel like Japan has a, a different approach to the parks in some ways than us where it's almost that, um, gauge of, of how you can feel. Um, I think they addressed yeah. it in the Imagineering, uh, story and it really does make a, it's, it's almost got a different cultural uh, control there or influence than it does here, um, where it's more than just entertainment. Um, so in the chat that they've li- lifted their national state of emergency. So. Yeah, I believe it's officially lifted. And, um, I think June 1st is something important. I was, my sister's over there and I was talking to her about it yesterday, but, uh, yeah, it'll be very intriguing to see what happens. There's no shortage of things to cover. Um, however, in, uh, Next week, we will have a special guest who is a wonderful baker. Mm. You could say a pretty little baker. And she has been a guest on this show before, but she will be uh, joining us virtually from up north, and it will be a blast. Yeah, and I can't uh, wait. Chef, so it's y- been a long time. It has been a very long time. And uh, the last um, time she was on the show, I was not on the show. Hmm. She makes amazing. She makes amazing cookies. I decorated some recently and then ate them, which was more exciting than decorating them, and they were delicious. But uh, yeah, so make sure to check next week at nine thirty. You should go to thegeekscorner.com. That is thegeekscorner.com. It's a website that I repeat twice and then say something about us actually owning the website. <laughs> 
you go to adaptmagic.com. We also own that website. Check out all the Disney and geek news as it happens. Um, subscribe to our mailing list and find our Patreon. And make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel because we have lots of videos coming up. We just put up another uh, Parade of Dreams video and a uh, pre-parade for honorary, uh, what do they call them? The honorary Grand Marshal, I think that's what they were, from the 50th. Yes, Grand uh, we've got a think 2008 version of pirates of the caribbean that was pre uh its first major redo um that i'm working on and hopefully make it a little bit easier to see and we'll have that up soon along with an old tiki room and a few other fun things but that is all the time we have for you this week so we will see you around the corner bye